You are now listening to Blind Boys Politics. Can we all get along? Can we get along? The Simpson has a gun at his head. Do not think one terrorist bomb will shatter either the faith or the future of the people of Oklahoma. Everyone around me got shot. Them and hear about them in the media. God willing. There has just been a huge explosion. A plane or a helicopter has crashed. Good Lord. That is about as frightening a scene as you will ever see. In the Battle of Iraq, the United States and our allies have prevailed. Barack Obama, he will be the first African-American president of the United States. Change has come to America. After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden. States can no longer ban same-sex marriage. America has lived up to her promise of liberty and justice for all. The entire thing has been a witch hunt. Article 2 is adopted. Again, extend my uh, deepest apologies to the journalists who were inadvertently but nevertheless uh, detained. To create a positive force in a world where cynics abound. To provide information to people when it wasn't available before. Chris Baker, Nicholas Rod, you are on the air. Go! Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode, and I'm alone this week. Um, I'm Nicholas Rod, of course, but I am alone this week. Uh, Chris had a bit of a family emergency, so he could not join me for this week's recording. So it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but we figured that we could still bring some news to all of you and bring an episode out to all of you, uh, even even if it's only me here. So I'm going to talk to myself for just a little while, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes of your time and of my time, and it'll be fun. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> um, this is my first recording ever alone, so yeah, this might be an absolute train wreck. Uh, since I don't have Chris to ask me how, how my weekend went or how the week's been going, um... I'll just ask myself, but, um, I, I, I'm sitting here just kind of, it's weird. It's weird not having Chris here and I can't wait to have him back already, but <laughs> no, it's been a crazy week and I'm just glad I'm getting a chance to sit down and record for all of you guys. Um, to those that have been loyal listeners to the podcast so far, I thank you, and I know that Chris would thank you. Um, We love that we can bring this to all of you, and we hope to grow it as quickly as we possibly can, because we love doing this. Um, For those that have been listening consistently, it seems that that you guys like it as well, and we just really appreciate that, and we hope that we can just continue to do this for a long time. And grow this into a bit of a community and a family here. But, instead of bringing you all this week's news, what I'm going to do is just kind of focus on a bit of one major story that's been going on for quite some time now. 
And that is the whole situation surrounding TikTok. Now, if you've been living under a rock, uh, you might not know that TikTok has been under a lot of fire in certain countries, especially the U.S. and in India. Um, there's been a there's been a lot going on as far as that goes. And I mean, for those that completely live under a rock, if you don't know what TikTok is, it's basically an app created by a Chinese company known as ByteDance, uh, where people can post short little videos and they can include music and everything in the background, and it's just kind of a little creative platform. It was kind of a reincarnation of Vine in a way, just brought up to another level. It was kind of a combination of Vine and Musical.ly. Uh, if, if any of you know what those apps are, they were very big for quite some time. But recently what's been going on is that TikTok and its Chinese creators have been under a lot of fire lately, under a lot of criticism, um, with their app, and they've been under a threat from the U.S. to have their app banned from the U.S. market. And a lot of this comes down to simply them being from China. You know, the parent company is a Chinese company, and after the whole COVID situation and everything that's been happening, um, our president and, you know, the government feel that it's best to ban this app from the U.S. markets. We don't exactly have the best relationship with China right now. Um, our president has consistently slammed them over and over as being the prime reasons for the spread of the virus. And so overall, he's been pushing and pushing and pushing for a ban including statements last week that said that he was going to have it banned by last Saturday. So a week from tomorrow, if you're listening to this during the Friday release. Um, however, things changed a little bit. When Microsoft put in an appeal to try and buy the company, and they spoke with the president and his representatives and all of that. And they came to an agreement that there would be a one-month reprieve for the U.S. market for the app, the U.S. Uh, department, I should say, to figure out what they're going to do and to see if there can, you know, see, to see if there there's a deal that could be made. So right now, Microsoft are in talks to buy a portion of the app or even to go as far as to buy the entire app. You know, to buy the entire global market surrounding TikTok. Now, originally, as far as we know for now, they're for sure going after the US market, the Australian market, the New Zealand market, and I believe there's one more. Let me check my notes real fast. The other country that's under the deal would be Canada that we know of right now 
like I said before. However, again, also like I said before, it's very possible that Microsoft could be trying to buy out the entire company and gain full rights to the app. Now, TikTok itself is banned in China. They have their own sister app, which begs the question, why? What, why? <laughs> I don't even know how to finish that question. Just why? Um, but right now, there are some prices being thrown around as far as what... You know, there are prices going around as far as, like, what, what it's going to cost to buy this out. They're expecting a a pay gap between... Not pay gap, but, um... A pay amount between $10 billion and $30 billion. Now, the main reason for this huge gap is speculated to be because of the differences in the possible deals depending on the portion of the app that Microsoft buys. So this pretty much means that, you know, if they were to only buy, say, the markets of the four different countries I named before, again, the US, New Zealand, Australia, and Canada, then it would likely be more towards the $10 billion uh, border of all that. However, if they do plan to buy out the entire market for the app, it's likely that it's more going to be towards a $30 billion threshold. And of course, these prices could change. You know, we could see a payout of a lot less or even a lot more. It depends. And we'll just have to see how that develops. Um, they're stating right now that negotiations for the deal could take three weeks. So this would land them a little bit early. Um, as far as their deadline goes, they have a September 15th deadline, if I remember correctly. So... That means that they're in very good shape right now, and as long as things continue to go how they are at the moment, we might see TikTok in Microsoft's hands and full control of the U.S. Um, within the next month. Now, of course, the U.S. general manager for TikTok has come out and stated that they don't plan to shut down markets anytime soon. They said that TikTok is here to stay and that we'll be seeing it go for the long run. Now, to this point, both Microsoft and ByteDance have refused to comment. Um, looking back at the pricing situation and the transaction situation, Trump and the U.S. government have stated that they would like a portion of the pay, you know, a portion of the transaction money, but no one really knows if they have any authority to do so. So we'll have to see what happens there as well. Now, to give a bit of a wrap-up of a little more news across the board. We are seeing a lot of hurricane situations uh, going on. If you 
haven't been affected by those areas or you're listening from from even a different land a different country um the u.s has been hitting been getting hit hard with different hurricanes both on the eastern coast as well as along the southern border in texas and the gulf of mexico um hawaii even you know we just had one come right up the east coast from florida all the way up to new york in the matter of just a couple of days right now it's reported that there are about 24 atlantic storms this season which is the second highest on record so they're going to have to keep an eye on that to see how all that continues to develop as we move forward now looking back at the ellen degeneres situation which we reported on last week there has been a statement released by ellen herself stating that one of the executive producers was in fact fired and that the hate crimes and the discrimination that have been getting reported and investigated would not be tolerated so she is finally taking action now whether it's still a bit suspicious is left up to opinion because of course she did wait an extremely long time to release any kind of statement about the situation as we said last week and of course we're all gonna have our own opinions on it so it's really just how you feel overall I still believe that there's not gonna be much of an effect to her show or anything like that and hopefully this can all be figured out internally and we can move on and those people that did receive discriminatory comments or um, did receive some form of mistreatment from the staff hopefully they can settle all of that with the company but besides that I am gonna continue our new segment that we started last week um, which if you don't remember is called dumb laws pretty simple so let's get into my document here and see what I can share with you this week well if we go to Maine they have a pretty interesting law that well I would think would be self-explanatory but what do I know uh, some people scare me with with how little they think but to be specific the law I'm talking about states and of course again like I said this comes from Maine that advertisements may not be placed in cemeteries now if you're like me you would expect that that would be pretty self-explanatory would you not uh, apparently not because evidently this became such a problem in Maine that they had to create a law for it uh, that just makes me wonder what in the world's going on in Maine um, it's possible that their marketing is so poor there or their popula population is low enough to the point where we they actually need this uh, where people thought it was a good idea to market in cemeteries uh, and it became such a problem and so many people complained that it had to become a law that's my theory anyway but but 
don't know. I could be way off. Maybe someone was just really bored one day in legislation and decided that this would be a fantastic law to put in the books. And apparently enough people were also just as bored as the person that created it and decided, yeah, yeah, we need this. Uh, I, I can only imagine people complaining about this before it actually became a law. Just like, Dunkin' Donuts is advertising on my grandpa's grave. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, but, we move away from Maine. It will jump over to Kansas. Kind of on the opposite side of the country. But, something that, I mean... <laughs> Again, I would think would be a little self-explanatory, and the fact that this needs to be a law is kind of funny. In Kansas, it is illegal to hit a vending machine that has stolen your money. So no self-defense against a theft. <laughs> I guess a thief, I mean, of course. Apparently, can't hit the vending machine. No assaulting vending machines. Even if it's still your money, you have no right. Uh, I don't... I don't know what's going on in Kansas. Evidently, life is just so bland over there that they, they need to... that they need to create this law. I mean, it's not like much is happening in Kansas. Everything's just so flat and open there, and there's not really all that much to do, so... Yeah, I guess they have to create this law. But we'll do one more here. And we move into North Dakota, which apparently doesn't know the meaning of fashion uh, and having fun at the same time. Because in North Dakota, it is illegal to wear a hat while dancing, or even to wear a hat to a function where dancing is taken, taking place. Not only is this illegal, but one may be jailed for this. Now... I dearly hope this law is still in effect, and I dearly hope that there's someone that actually knows this law, and is actually called the cops, because I can only imagine what that 911 call was like, and I can also only imagine what the conversation would be like if a cop actually showed up and arrested someone for this. The images going through my head on that, and the, uh, the conversations I can imagine with that are hilarious. Because, well, I, I, again, what's the point? This just shows that these states are evidently so bland that people are getting this bored where they have to sit down in their legislative chair, or if the bill came from a citizen originally, they're sitting down, still, they're si sitting down into the legislature and saying, yeah, yeah, this seems reasonable. Oh, North Dakota, how disappointing you are. <laughs> but finally this week, we get into our good news story. And for this one, we travel into Massachusetts where a 23-year-old Boston College student had his life pretty much changed by pure chance. One day, he was just browsing around, 
an antique store when he sat down and began to play a Winston piano. And if you don't know what a Winston piano is, Winston is the brand. These are usually worth a couple hundred dollars. Well, he began to play a bit of an emotional rendition of Don't Stop Believing by Journey, which was then captured on video by one of the store employees, which was then later put onto the store's Facebook page. Well, this video blew up and just spread across the entire country. There were people commenting, saying that they'd buy this piano for him, and that they, they wanted to help him get it. Now, mind you, no one knew who this guy was at first, because he was wearing a mask, and then he was just gone. No one had a chance to ask him who he was, but he eventually came out and and claimed that it was him who had played, this 23-year-old college student. And originally the store's owner was going to give him the piano for free, the Winston piano. Again, couple you know, worth a couple hundred dollars, so that's pretty nice. Well, the owner ended up changing his mind, and instead, he gave this student, he gave this guy a $3,000 Steinway & Sons piano for free. It was reported that when this guy, you know, it was reported that when the guy learned that he was getting this piano, he burst into tears. You know, he just immediately started to cry with joy. He had been a self-taught pianist and had never owned a piano of his own before. So this was an, um, this was a magical experience for him. The only problem now is that he needs help moving it up to his fourth floor apartment. So they're trying to figure all that out. But the fact that this owner was kind enough and courteous enough to give him a $3,000 piano for free just for a performance an emotional performance that went viral, it, it shows that there's still kindness even in the everyday society. You know, in the past we've talked about celebrities, we've talked about this and that, you know, but this is just an example of, you know, just another antique store owner putting his kindness out there and giving this student such a valuable, valuable possession. And just like with all the other stories, and as I always say, pretty much every episode, it's unbelievably heartwarming to see this. I love it. I love it, and I hope that we can continue bringing stories like this onto the podcast, because these are just beautiful, and this one is also just amazing. But that wraps it up pretty much for me. I hope I didn't bore all of you to death. 
and next week we will have Chris back, so I won't be alone and awkwardly talking to the mic and myself here. Um, in the meantime, if you would like to go follow our Twitter page, you can find us at Blind Boy Politic. Uh, that is not only Twitter, that is also Instagram. I almost always forget to say that originally. We'll get it one day, folks. We'll get it one day. For myself, you can find my personal Twitter page at blinding underscore aura. I know I spell it every time, but it's for any new listeners, it is at blinding underscore A-U-R-A. For Chris's Twitter page, you can find him at C underscore Baker 002. I have full confidence that you can figure out how to say how to spell Baker. How to say it, yeah. I don't think saying it's going to help you. You still need to spell it. But, that is about it for me here. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If you wouldn't mind, leave a review, if possible, on whichever platform you are listening from. We appreciate it. We appreciate all of you listening. And we wouldn't be here without you guys. So thank you very much. And we will see you all next week. Bye, guys.